Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Sancti Time podcast, where no matter if it's Easter time, Western time, or Pacific time, it'll always be Sancti Time. Today, I am honored to welcome a very special guest. He is the co-host of the Middle Section podcast. His name is John Griffin. How's it going, my man? No, it's going great. It's 1030 in the morning. I literally just woke up. So... Oh, ready cool. to talk okay. some action movies let's go let's go baby so so yeah uh so 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 tell me about the middle section what you guys do and, and whatnot because like i like to like introduce my listeners on 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 uh and whatnot you know like yeah um so the middle section is a podcast that i do with my friend jack siddle and what it is, it's a weekly podcast where every month we do a theme for maybe it's a director highlights. Maybe it's because, uh, like, for example, um, we just did uh, in January, we just did the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies because uh, that's when Craven the Hunter was supposed to come out. But it got delayed, but we still said fuck <laughs> it and did the month anyway. But uh, no, yeah, we got about our 50th episode is coming out this week. So a lot of good content. We also do some commentaries every now and then. We have one on Batman and Robin, which was the second thing we ever recorded. And it's it's a fun old time. Yeah, man. Like uh, the, the the thing that you did about the Spider-Man trilogy is probably like one of my favorites ever. Just like <laughs> and also like yeah. the SpongeBob episode that you did with AJ so yep. fucking funny i was i was like i was trying to hold in my laughter while i was like on the amtrak you know like um so 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 sometimes i visit my family like like taking amtrak trips and 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 and, and most of and, and most of the time i think it was my last trip i i list i i binged listened to uh to the spongebob movie episode which was like so funny shout out to aj by the way yeah you know, like, i uh I listened back to that episode after we dropped it, and it's so funny to go back and listen to it because I don't remember half the things I said because I was so fucking drunk during that recording. It wasn't even funny. Right, right, yeah, because, like, as like as Chuck says, like, it's the middle section podcast, the podcast where it's two drunk guys, like, talking about movies and shit. Yeah, and I'm usually <laughs> the only one who gets drunk because due to our time differences with him, uh, it's, like, usually, like, 6 o'clock at night for me when we record, but it's, like... 8 a.m. for him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But he'll drink any hour of any day, though. So maybe someday we'll have a full drunk out episode. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, so last weekend you were in Los Angeles for WrestleMania 39. Uh, tell me about that. Like, tell the listeners about that. Well, was, I mean, it was my first time going to L.A. It was my second time going to WrestleMania. I went to WrestleMania 35 in New Jersey a few years ago. But, uh, well, I mean, to go to L.A., it was just so surreal to see, like, the Hollywood sign, the Griffith Observatory, and, like, just knowing a lot of people I watch, like, on YouTube or fucking in movies all live here somewhere. Right, yeah. At least a good amount of them. Uh, yeah, and like, and uh, and I've heard that like WrestleMania 39 was pretty disappointing. Like, you want to like share a the little bit about that? Okay, so the show was fantastic, but the ending left a giant sour taste in everyone's mouth. For any of your listeners that watch wrestling, they'll all know that um, it really was looking like Cody Rhodes winning the world championship titles, but 
Nope, they pulled a swerve on the last minute and had him lose, and it left everyone booing as we all left. It was uh pretty sad. Oh, oh man, like that. Oh, oh man, yeah, like uh, like like I'm not really like that into wrestling, but I just like what so, so and I just like kept wondering like oh like why why is everybody mad about the wrestle about how WrestleMania 39 turned out in the end? You know, like it also sounds like it also sounds like how like this year's Super Bowl turned out with like um. With uh, with the Chiefs like winning their second Super Bowl title, even though even though the even though the Eagles were starting to like get even though the Eagles were starting to get ahead of them, and 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 even Jalen Hurts had had like what three or four MVPs. Like I already talked about this like I don't know a couple months prior with another guest, but 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 yeah, it's kind of similar to that, right? You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people that sometimes thinks football is just as scripted as wrestling, if we're being honest. But, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, I don't know much about football. Never really been a fan. The only sports I've really been into are MMA and like hockey a little bit. OK, but but uh, I guess I can say this, though. Um, another time I traveled for a wrestling event, it was for the uh, 2018 Royal Rumble, which was in Philadelphia. Uh, and this was a week before the Patriots and the Eagles uh, had their Super Bowl game. Oh, so, yeah. So my, my best friend decided to try to get us killed and only wore Patriots jerseys the whole weekend we were there. Oh, got my a lot God. of uh, we got heckled in the street quite a bit. It was uh, pretty funny. Oh, my God. And oh, my God, that is wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just can't believe that he talked you into that. Oh, I, uh, my parents, uh, I was only 19 at the time. No, I, I hadn't even been turned 19 yet. I was only 18 at the time. And my parents were almost thinking about not letting me go because he was going to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so WrestleMania 39 out of the way. So, uh, let's, uh, let's say we get right into John Wick 4, you know, like, uh, like, like what we think, what we both think about it, like, uh, like, like what we both think about it, our favorite moments, favorite favorite side characters, like just every just everything John Wick for. For me, absolute action masterpiece, just from how it started to like how it ended. I was completely enthralled with its like nearly three hour runtime. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and oh, it's man. also it's also go without goes without saying that it's three hour runtime felt way shorter. And I that's know. probably enhanced to the fact that there's two action sequences that go on for nearly a half hour. Like that, uh, the whole thing with the Japan uh, Continental, like that yeah. whole action set piece, I checked my watch and realized that like 30 minutes had passed when, when we got to the end of it. And I was like, holy shit, mm -hmm. this rules. Yeah, like uh, it was, yeah, 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 specifically the Osaka Continental sequence is a pretty much a highlight because like you have... But because you have Hiroyuki Sonata and Donnie Yen just like sharing a couple of scenes together, which is pretty legendary because like, I, yeah, <laughs> and like... I actually uh, I sent a text to uh, Jack after the movie ended because he said, don't spoil it. But uh, how was it? Did anything crazy happened? And I was like, dude, you're not going to believe this sentence I'm about to tell you. <laughs> I just go, I go, Donnie Yen and Hiroyuki Sonata have a fucking sword fight in the film. Yes, and they fucking was, do. He was like, shut the fuck up. No, they don't. I was like, yeah, they do. Oh, oh man. And also, like, and also, like, do you listen to Rena? Like, uh, she she was the she was a uh, Hiroyuki's daughter in the movie. She was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
She yeah. was so good in this movie. And this was like her first film role. And she's mainly known for like her music. Her music is great, by the way. But like, but like her, like her having this like made, like, but, but like, like her first role being in a major movie like John Wick is just such a pretty big deal. Like she kicked ass. She like, she completely like, like she mainly like she mainly did great with the limited screen time that she had like jesus yeah it kind of reminded me of like uh of mike face uh performance in west side story because that was his first definitely yeah that was his first huge movie and like and the first time general audiences saw him and everyone was like cramming for him to get an oscar uh nomination at least but It didn't happen, but who knows? He he was great in that. So, but yeah, I I'm not really a big fan of spinoffs. I'm not really sure how I feel about John Wick movies getting them, but I hope that she gets one. I don't know if that's in the works or anything, but I hope it. I hope it is. Like I really hope it is because because like I said, like with like uh with like uh with how like John Wick has with like uh with John Wick's uh like post credit scene thing, like it does set up a lot for her character so yeah. i hope i, I didn't that. see the i didn't see the post credit scene because i went to the thursday night showing of this and i work from 7 a.m to 3 30 so it was already like 11 o'clock when the movie ended and i was like i have to go home oh, <laughs> so when the credits okay. started, i just left but so 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 can i describe the credit scene or do you already know i me? i did see it my my girlfriend saw the movie with a couple of her friends a couple of nights later and then told me what the after credit scene was and i was like oh that's cool does she also like john wick yeah i got her into it she because um i've been with her for about two and a half years and last year there was a i forgot what movie we were seeing i think it might have been black panther but uh we got the trailer for John Wick 4 beforehand and then I just like she thought that looked cool and then I just showed her the other uh three movies that's cool man you know that's really cool but but but, uh, but yeah uh what was I, where was I going with this oh my god we got to talk about the opening sequence cuz jeez like like from Lawrence Fishburne's like booming voice and like John just like punching that piece of wood. I was like, yeah. dude, yeah. <laughs> like this I is mean, how you open a movie. <laughs> I remember thinking, I hope they give Lawrence Fishburne some like great lines in this because he has a few bangers in the second and third movie. And then his first fucking like main line in the film is the king has arrived, motherfuckers. Yeah. Was. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're in. I just rewatched Event Horizon yesterday. And man, I, I love Lawrence Fishburne. Burn. I just God, the guy's just that presence, man. Yeah, me too. I I, I'm so that. happy he ended up in these movies because obviously the Neo and uh, Morpheus relationship. It's nice to see that kind of thing yeah. carry over into the another big Keanu franchise. Yes, it is, and and yes, it is, and I'm also a big Matrix fan. I think, and uh, hot take, I think the sequels are really good. <laughs> I agree. Okay, I don't think the I actually do really like Reloaded. I think the third one's okay. I okay. like it a lot more than most people do, but I really like Resurrections. Like I, I sucker for the meta stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resurrections is pretty good too. I should revisit that one day. It's been a while. So disappointed I couldn't see that in theaters. I was going to. I bought my tickets and everything, but then my sister got COVID, so I had to watch it on HBO oh, Max. Oh, dude! Like my sister got my sister got COVID too, and we were going to see No Way Home. 
Oh, uh, I, I, that I was lucky enough. Couple, even though I, even though personally, I'm not the biggest fan of No Way Home. I yeah, was so lucky you said. enough to go. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky enough to go see it in theaters when it came out. Right. Yeah, and I'm well aware that you hate No Way Home. So. I wouldn't say I hate it. <laughs> oh, okay. There's definitely stuff in it I like, but I think it's probably the most overrated movie of all time. Oh, 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 yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, for 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 sure. You know, like I first saw it, I'm thinking, oh, okay, like No Way Home is pretty cool. You know, all that it is, it's just a theater experience. You have these moments where it's like pause, and then like, and then you expect the applause. You know, like. Uh, yeah especially when you rewatch it at home that's when like because when i first saw it i actually quite liked it but then uh when you watch it at home and you see that weird editing where they pause for the audience to clap you're like uh, it's like yeah. watching an episode of seinfeld without the laugh track it's really weird i know yeah 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 any sitcom without the laugh without the laugh track is pretty weird in my opinion but yeah uh yeah. So, so anyway, back to John Wick. Um, yeah. Um, and the and also really like the the horseback riding scene in the in the desert. That's cool too. And um, what else? Uh, oh, like just like, just like, just like kind of want to talk about like almost every extra sequence. Oh, wait, we got to talk about like uh, Bill Skarsgård's like villain character remarkable oh, the yeah dude the marquee <laughs> what's his name the marquee yeah i don't think they give him like an actual name i think they just called him the marquee the whole time yeah yeah, yeah. at least i don't think they did i mean like i said i saw the movie on the thursday night showing and i haven't watched it since so maybe uh oh here we go marquee uh d gramont is yeah. the full name and, thank and you letterbox he for was your cast list <laughs> yeah like uh it's just like he was just so good at playing such a cheeky and bratty rich villain you know like all of his like 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 all of his times like going to the museum his own his own pet house and shit like what is <laughs> yeah i think and, the first and the it's so crazy too the first time we see his penthouse he kills uh he kills Lance Reddick's character, yeah. and I was just like, "Ooh, that's poorly timed that that happens in this movie." Yeah, and the fact that like Lance Reddick died like what a week before John Wick came out, I think, or is it like? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it was the Friday, uh, the week before. Yeah, man, and uh, and uh, did you see like what his cause of death was? No, I didn't. So, I just saw natural causes. Yeah, no, like so. So an autopsy report revealed that it was from cardiac arrest. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's so crazy to think too, because uh, someone who was friends with him on Xbox said that he was playing Destiny Two that night, so like everything just seemed normal, and then yeah, just randomly got cardiac arrest, I guess, and died. Damn, that is damn. That's crazy, man. Yeah, like, yeah, like. Like it's still such a shocking moment, but you can't help but think, like, wow, like they they still like added this scene, and like, and what's also weird is that they didn't even like put like a for Lance Reddick thing like at the end of the credits. I don't that think. it might have been. I don't think they did either, unless they did it at the way very end. But um, I feel like maybe the film was like it already had gone golden. I don't think there was time to throw that in there. Maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, I don't think that. Right, yeah, yeah, it would have been nice so. though if like the movie ended with like a four Lance or something, kind of like how Furious Seven ends with the four Paul graphic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been nice. Maybe on the Blu-ray release, the lad that in. That's sometimes I do that. Oh, hopefully, yeah. 
also like uh, also another standout character we got to talk about mr nobody dude oh my god shamir anderson is so fucking good in this movie and like hardest laugh i had uh, we can talk about spoilers right We're talking yeah 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 spoilers. sure like yeah. it's been yeah, right at the end when uh, Keanu kills Bill Skarsgård, I got the hardest <laughs> laugh I had was uh, Mr. Nobody just going, <laughs> that's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, like he's just sitting over there, like drinking his beer or whatever, and his dog just like sitting next to him. He's like, <laughs> he's just standing there laughing. And that like... man is the epitome of the uh, dad and the dog meme the, the dad doesn't want dog family gets the dog anyway dad and the dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah oh oh man like i hope i see more like roles from him with shamir because like it, because like by that point because of john wick i think he's gonna like i think the, i think that we are going to expect more roles for him or hopefully maybe a spinoff with him I don't know. I just really liked his character so much. Like, I just really, I just really liked his character so much, and and, and yeah. it's so interesting how like how Mister Nobody, um, Kane, who is like, like who is played by Donnie Yen, like both like have have a common goal of like to, uh, of of trying to kill John Wick, and they're and both of those characters are kind of, are are kind of make who John Wick is, for example. For example, like Kane, like Kane also left behind like the uh, the hitman, the like also left behind the hitman job, and then you have and then you have Mister Nobody, who is also an assassin and who also likes dogs. So yeah, that so so they're both like pretty good mirror images of him, and like they're like the, the devil and the angel on his shoulder. <laughs> exactly, and like, and with Kane, he, and with Kane. And with Kane, he has to kill John Wick, or else like or else the high table is going to like come after his daughter. So like basically he did it. So basically he was trying to kill John just to like protect her and shit. Just like yeah, which is like which is like a really compelling story element if you think about it. Also, like that fight with like with Kane and John, like at those soccer sequence, kind of funny, you know? Like Kane's just like, hey John, still alive. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of, and since he's blind, he's kind of like feeling around and listening for him. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty clever. Like, I um reminded me, um, the Resident Evil Four remake just came out, and there's a there's a enemy type in that. It's like a big brute that has its eyes sewn shut, and you have to like crouch to like get around it and get, attack it from behind. So, it kind of reminded me of that the way that John was sneaking up on uh Kane. I still need to play Resident Evil 4 Remake. I've been wanting to. I'm you on know, my like... fourth playthrough. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. yeah, well, yeah Re Resident just... Evil 4, the original one, is my favorite video game of all time. So, yeah, I've been putting a lot of time into this remake. That's cool. That That's cool. Like, like I got, a, like, a lot of, like, games queued up. Like, at... Like I have three games that I still haven't played. I'm still, I'm still playing God of War Ragnarok, and... I still need to play Ghost of Tsushima. I still need to finish. You you really got to finish Ghost of Tsushima I because uh, Chad uh, Skeletsi's next movie I'll... is a Ghost of uh, Tsushima adaptation. I, I was just going to say. I was yeah. just going to say. <laughs> fairly, I'm fairly optimistic about that. Since that game is very Kurosawa inspired and like watching these movies, like the John Wick movies, I'm just like, okay, Chad might be on to something here. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we go back to like the Osaka sequence when like when how when how Chad like 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 directs that scene specifically, like you have John like by the uh by the by the cherry blossom tree, mm -hmm. like whatever that's called. Beautiful shot, by the way. Like I think and I think that he will add a lot of Japanese like elements into Ghost I of Tsushima. Really if we don't hope I, I really hope that Hiroyuki is in it. I really hope he puts him in in some way. Yeah. Make him Lord Shimura. Boom. Yeah. Banger film. I'm in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, my God. Uh, the fucking tracking shot is another highlight. Like, I, oh, I, 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 I was just in trouble. Like, what? I love tracking shots. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Like uh, with John holding like the dragon's breath shotgun. Like what's more cool? Like, like if you ask me what's the coolest like gun weapon in the world, it's the goddamn dragon's breath. It's, yeah. a, it's a gun that spits out fire. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit. It's like, uh, I, I don't know if you ever played the original Call of Duty Black Ops, but there was an attachment you could get for a shotgun that would light enemies on fire. Oh, yeah, I did play and, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did play yeah. the original Black Ops, actually. And also yeah, like that, that bird's eye. Tra yeah, as you said, that bird's eye tracking shot. Very hotline Miami, which I thought was awesome. Oh, oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 so cool. Like, like, like each action sequence is a highlight, but you know, but if I had to pick, it would definitely be the Osaka sequence and like, and, and, and now like the stairway sequence where like John is like trying to get up just as many stairs as possible, killing enemies. And then he's pushed back down to a lot of stairs. Yeah. Jack told me a story about how when he went to go see this with one of his friends, he uh he was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if there were just a bunch of other guys at the top of the stairs? And then he got up there and they were there and they were both like, oh, no way. Oh, 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 he predicted that. Yeah. And then oh, he wow, just got that's... kicked down the fucking all the way back down, which is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I even talk about the Paris roundabout. What's it called? The Saka whatever. I have no idea. I I don't know what it's called, but I know what it is. Right? Yeah. Like like John is just like trying to get through traffic, like killing as many French criminals as he can. Yeah, and dude's just getting hit by cars going by and stuff, which I don't think I've ever seen a car driving that fast in a roundabout. And also, like the thing about these John Wick movies is that law enforcement is completely non-existent in this movie. Yeah. So so are and, and people that are in like uh, nightclubs are just so they don't realize what's going on yeah they but just then keep again, dancing i think i can defend that though as someone who's been to clubs like that and stuff music in there is really fucking loud yeah so yeah that one might make sense i wouldn't be able to hear those the small gunshots that he lets off mm -hmm. or unless you're in a michael mann movie and like where he likes to make bullets sound fucking realistically loud mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do love Collateral and Miami Vice. Miami Vice is really good. Oh, thank God. Another Miami Vice apologist. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Miami Vice, five stars all the way. Agreed. Yeah. And and I do and again, I do love Collateral. Like like the whole sequence with like with like Vincent and like Tom Cruise's character, just like just like no wait, no. Tom Cruise is Vincent. Jamie Foxx is Max. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> they're just like like 
like they're just walking in the club and you hear this banging song that I've been wondering what that is for the longest time. It's uh, "Ready, Steady, Go" by Paul Oakfield, but it's Thank a you. Korean. But it's a uh, it's a Korean version, I believe. Okay, like any. Okay, I will take what you give me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh but yeah um so where was I go? Where was I? Well, was okay. I Speaking of nightclubs, we can talk about this. Scott Adkins yeah. in this movie, Zibaba Yaga. Like, <laughs> I, I assume you saw my tweet. Um, someone, uh, one of my mutuals, tweeted like a picture of him, and then just captioned it Zibaba Yaga. And I just, I quote tweeted it saying, "The Scott Adkins Best Supporting Actor campaign starts tonight." Yep, yep. He was He's really doing Scott Adkins his was Colin really Farrell in the Batman moment with that fucking fat suit makeup. It's so good. And and both characters had like pretty limited screen time. Yeah, and they both ran uh, clubs. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we should now every year in March we should have an action uh, action or suspense film that just has a character like that. Oh, oh, oh yeah, definitely we should. You know, like speaking of like, like March has been kind of good like almost every year. Like last year we had the Batman. This year it's John Wick. You know. Yeah. Like, Which, uh, if anyone who listens to the middle section knows, I absolutely adore the Batman, second favorite movie of last year. But like, I I like to think that the that the crew behind this movie like saw that, saw Colin Farrell, and they were probably just gonna have Scott Adkins be normal. But then they saw that and then was like, guys, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Same thing with like, same thing when they asked Donnie Yen to play a blind man again after they watched him in Rogue One. Yeah, oh, yeah, I Rogue One's pretty good, but I, I gotta give my biggest props to that one Donnie Yen line where they put a bag over his head and he goes, Are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, hot take Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie of all of them, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I think I, th- I respect I, it. I think the cinematography is gorgeous. I, I think the cinematography is gorgeous, like, it's mm. very, it's very mature, has a great. Um, like 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 Ben Mendelsohn is great. Like I really like the characters, and especially especially Cassian, who had his own show. And the Andor's show a- was fantastic. Andor's so such far, a great show. I can't praise it enough. Honestly, I think I must say, um, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm actually I'm a massive Star Wars nerd, and despite not really being happy with some of the stuff they've done, mainly with the TV shows in Episode Nine, um. I gotta say that uh, Andor is probably my favorite thing to come out of the Disney buyout so far. And I really, and like before it was The Last Jedi, which, yeah, sorry, nerds, I like it. I like it too. <laughs> yeah, I know there's a lot of people who don't, but they can kiss my ass, honestly. Oh, 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 yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Last, not that we are both Last Jedi apologists uh, here, maybe. We, we said, uh, we said Ben Mendelsohn and it had me thinking, I kind of wish he showed up in one of these movies. I don't know as who, but he just kind of feels like the actor and, for them. And John Wick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he should. You know, you know, we'll see. Maybe yeah. maybe in Chapter 5. <laughs> chapter 5, they should just make it a Doom movie, dude. Just, John, <laughs> just Because obviously we said we're talking about spoilers here, but just John Wick in hell just fighting demons to get to heaven to see his wife. Oh, yeah, that... That's pretty baller. Yeah, I, I'd love to see that. <laughs> and uh, and and what else? Oh my god. Um, what else? Um, 
Oh, um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, since we're like, so, um, how would you rank the John Wick movies from like from from one to from one to four? Four one three two. Okay, four one three two. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it's four, three, one, and two. Mm. Yeah, I just think. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just really like that first movie a lot. This yeah. just if I gotta give if I gotta bring three and four down for anything, despite them be both being great, the uh the lack of John Leguizamo. I'm I'm, I'm missing yeah. him. Yeah, I like John Leguizamo as well, like as an actor. You know, I think he's like super underappreciated. You know, yeah. like people think of it as like, oh my god, he's sick for my stage. No, he's like like he's more than that put respect on this guy's name okay yeah he's more than that he's luigi in the super mario brothers movies the, <laughs> the, the original one or uh we just saw him recently in the menu which fame which funny enough he based his performance on steven seagal which is fucking hilarious because he, he oh. hates him oh um uh, oh yeah and also like kind of on his career since that like since that uh john like did did a movie called the pest and like oh, Paging dr sunshine is based on the pest kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i just like i always loved him in the john wick movies too because like i mean you got that famous thing where it's just like oh you struck my son yeah that's right sure i did he uh killed john wick's uh he killed he stole john wick's car and killed his dog oh <laughs> but then in the, in the second one when he's checking out the car and he's like yeah, yeah, I can get this done probably by Christmas 2030, though. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he did. Like, it was yeah. a time jump to 2030, and he finally fixed the fucking car. <laughs> yeah, well, don't these movies technically all take place in one week? I I assume so. Because I think I remember there, I, I don't, I could be misremembering, but I believe in, in Chapter 4, there was a line about how it, it said, like, one week ago, he started going on a rampage because I killed his dog. Or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't watched John Wick 4 in a month. I've been I've been dying to. Like I've been dying to like watch like I've been dying just to like watch it again in theaters. And then I got and, and then I got a new job and Yeah. Uh, well, I would have saw it again in theaters, but then you know I went to LA for a week, so yeah, didn't exactly did. have time to didn't exactly have time to go see a movie while I was there. But I want um, to go to Los Angeles again honestly i really do i feel like there's not a lot that i saw really yeah i feel that mm -hmm. yeah like like i want to see everything i kind of want to check out the academy museum even though i think the academy is shit <laughs> yeah i remember um i don't know if you know uh michael chu who's another film podcaster yeah uh, yeah him and i uh because he lives out in la i was hanging out with him one of the days i was there and we we drove past the uh the warner brothers studio a lot and uh, I was shocked that there weren't any Restore the Snyderverse protesters uh, hanging out out there. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought there really, would be. So, yeah, <laughs> that that that's really that, that that's that's very very surprising. But uh, but yeah, uh, as for like the first John Wick, I really like that it's like, I I I really like its grounded approach and like and and just like the technicality of its actor sequences. Like really good. Like I still like I, I still really love the first John Wick a lot, but chapter three, it's just nonstop action for me. Like it yeah. doesn't stop. Like once it starts, it's it, it's full on action all the way through. And that's what I can appreciate about it. Also, like Halle Berry and her dogs just like kicking ass, like 
love that. Very cool stuff. I want to yeah. see her character again someday. Before the rewatch, before I went to go see the fourth one, I hadn't seen John Wick 3 since the theater, which was funny because I owned it on Blu-ray since it came out. And that I like I recorded a video and said this is some friends. I'm like, you guys aren't gonna believe this. I just like took it off the fucking shelf and I just went, I've owned this on Blu-ray for like three years and it's still in the fucking plastic wrapping. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's pretty funny, man. Oh man. Like like but like yeah, same for me with uh with the video game that I that I bought and I didn't even like and same for me with the video game I bought and I'm like oh okay this is still a plastic wrapping, um and 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 I just realized that um that that Sonic Frontiers is still in wrapping and and I've yet to play it. <laughs> oh, I haven't even played that yet either. Oh, uh, bought uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom got it. I I got it for me for Christmas and I still haven't played it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh okay. Uh wow. Uh okay. Shall we talk about okay, what about favorite uh I'm trying to think. Uh in any of the John Wick movies, what action sequence stood out to you the most? Oh man. I, I might be a recency bias, but like we we were saying, man, that that Osaka Continental sequence is just like a masterclass in action filmmaking. Like I was getting vibes of the the raid during that. Oh yeah, and also like and and also the neon streets of Osaka like feel very Blade Runner esque. Yeah, as well, and it, like, it's truly. visually it's visually stunning, which is nice to to see. I, I'm I'm a big sucker for when movies look interesting to look at. Yeah, yeah, same, truly. Like, like, like the only way an action movie can can stand out is how it looks. Truly. Yeah, but 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 yeah. Speaking of action movies, uh, oh oh wait, uh, we didn't even talk. Oh oh my god, I didn't even ask you this question. Do you think John Wick is dead? Like truly dead? See, I want to say yes, but these things make a buttload of money. I, I don't know. Something could happen. I mean, this franchise has gone so off the rails with how over the top it is. I would not be surprised if a resurrection is on the table. Mm, yeah. So I don't know if I'd like it, but so so here's what I think. So like, yes, John Wick does seemingly die when he sits on those steps, right? Like he thinks about his wife Helen, and then and, and then he seemingly just slumps, right? And then you cut to the next scene, like like you see his gravestone. You think, oh my god, he's he's dead. When really, when John said, Winston, can you take me home? He like uh, like 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 what he meant was like take me to where nobody will find me. So meaning that graves, meaning that his gravestone is set in the ground, and John is living a life in solitude. That's what I think. Because so this could have ended like Dark Knight Rises. Maybe Ian McShane like goes to a little coffee shop in Italy, and then he like sees him across the way, and then just gives a head nod to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't really I, talk about uh, Ian McShane is fucking phenomenal in this movie because oh, I really, oh, yeah. I really love. Even though I fucking hated that uh, that Hellboy reboot that he played. Uh, he played uh oh, what the fuck is his name the the doctor that adopts him yeah but um i know who you're talking about yeah but uh i love when he just has like those hilarious line deliveries like where he just sounds like he doesn't give a fuck like especially in this the uh 
where it's like, huh, you ignorant asshole. He didn't shoot yet. <laughs> yeah, he's really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian McShane is a great actor and a great voice actor, too. Like, like, you know, he voiced Tai Lung in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's and right. uh, he was also in Coraline, but I can't remember as who. Oh, oh. Oh wait, I think you know what you're talking about. The uh the acrobat guy, the Russian dude. Yeah, maybe. I haven't yeah. seen Coraline in a while. I haven't seen it since right before COVID, I want to say was the last time I watched it. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, last time I watched it, like I was on a date and it was like at and it screened at my local theater. So I just so 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 I asked her to like, hey, wanna go see this? I know you like Coraline. Like no, yeah, I, maybe I sh- I've been meaning to pick up the 4K Steelbook that just came out recently. On Criterion, or? I, no, just, I don't think they have a Criterion of it out yet, but. Okay, yeah, th- but can th- you imagine? <laughs> that would be, that would be great. I need more 4K, f- funny, real quick though, funny uh, 4K Criterion story. I bought the Mulholland Drive Criterion Blu-ray, and then two weeks later, the 4K one was announced. Oh. I was like, you have got to be shitting me. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, yeah, like you would you, you would have to spend like 30 bucks on another 4K release, you know? Yeah, and it, it sucks too. I couldn't return it to, for a full refund because uh, I already had fucking put it through. I already opened it and like watched it once. Oh, man. I, I'm going to say this. I've never seen Mulholland Drive. I st- you I, should. I, I know. I know. I should. Like literally, yeah. the only David Lynch movie I've watched was Blue Velvet, and that was for a which class, is, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah. but I genuinely think Mulholland Drive might be, in terms of technicality, it and uh, on the technical side of filmmaking, I genuinely think it might be the greatest movie ever made. Really, really, that is just me though. Okay, uh, another hot take. I think Eyes Wide Shut is Stanley Kubrick's best movie. I agree. <laughs> That's uh, that's a hard agree from me, actually. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, because yeah, you could talk about The Shining, Barry Lyndon, two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. What about Eyes Wide Shut? I think, I think that is like the greatest director swan song anyone could have, really. Yeah, they killed Kubrick for letting a short king win. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite letterbox reviews of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, shall we? Uh, okay, shall we uh, get right down to top five action action movies? Okay, I would actually, love to. okay, yeah. So originally, I was gonna I was gonna do a top five Keanu Reeves movie, in which I did a poll on my podcast story, but but in which it was the in which it was either gonna be top five Keanu Reeves movies or top five action movies, and then action movies like got the most votes, unfortunately. Uh well, there is a Keanu movie in this top five though, so not Ooh. all is lost. Okay, I think I know what that is. You know, I think I'm having a pretty good idea of what that is. So, yeah. Uh, so so like, but, but, but uh, but yeah, like not only is Keanu Reeves a great action star, he's also a pretty good actor. If you if you've seen him in movies like My Own Private Idaho or uh or uh, what's another dramatic one he did? I'm trying to think. Uh, if you want to, well, if you want to talk about a movie he's not good in, but is a fantastic movie, the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula, which he uh, plays. Oh yeah, fuck, he plays jo- uh, John 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 Harker. Harker John Harker in it, and yeah. uh, 
awful British accent. I <laughs> like he's so I've really forcing it. Yeah. I went to a 30th anniversary screening of it not too long ago. And I took one of my friends who'd never seen it. And he's not a he doesn't he thinks Ford Coppola's overrated. But uh oh, yeah, when we sure. walked out, he said best Francis Ford Coppola movie, which hot take I actually agree with. <laughs> and also Keanu was so bad in that. I was like, I know it's a bad British accent. It's hilarious. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But uh, but I will be sad for Metropolis, his upcoming movie. Finally. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, like uh, like like it's crazy that he's like that he's releasing a movie like 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 after what twenty years or something thirty at best. Yeah. Like you saw what geez. Todd Field did and like waited 15 years to make tar. Now he's just like, okay, I guess I'll make something now. Now we just, now we just got away from David Lynch to make another movie. Dude, every year, every year, the it's always a rumor. Uh, David Lynch secretly made a movie and it'll premiere at Cannes Film Festival. And it never turns out to be true. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe with this year's cons, who knows? Maybe, maybe, he hasn't been posting those weather reports in a while. He could be busy. Yeah, yeah, he could be. Yeah, he could be. Uh, I just hope that, like, I, I just hope that David Lynch's movie might be something starring Laura Dern, his longtime collaborating actress, you know? Yeah, that's uh, what all the rumors always point to. And honestly, she needs that right now because um, I don't know if you saw Jurassic World Dominion. But, I did see uh, it. I regret me and, it immediately. Me and AJ, me and AJ and uh, Sydney Volpe saw it together at a press really? screening, and fucking when the line where she says he slid into my DMs happened, me and AJ just looked at each other with this look of disgust and and like slight laughter on our faces. I did like a, I did a whole face bomb because I could not fucking believe what I was watching. They didn't even have enough dinosaurs. Not to mention that that all three like OG actors had no fucking reason to be there. Yeah, one of which is my favorite actor of all time, Sam Neill. Like, it, and they wasted him. Yeah, I'm more of a Jeff Goldblum person. So mm, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get right into top five action movies, right? Because I'd hate to rant about Jurassic World, but you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh can I knock some of uh, I have a few honorable mentions that are yeah, also sure, great ahead. but did not make the top 5. Uh Hard Boiled, John Woo's Hard Boiled, which maybe on a rewatch in better quality because I had to watch the whole movie on YouTube because it's impossible to find here, uh would probably make the top 5. Um Mad Max Fury Road, probably the best action movie of the modern era. And another best modern action uh, action movie, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh yeah, which yep. is my favorite MI movie, which is apparently a hot take. I found out when I said that. Oh, oh yeah, uh, I've been meaning to ask. How do you, do you think Dead Reckoning Part One is gonna is it, gonna like succeed Chapter Four, or at least like be inferior to it? Like, what what do you think? I I'm, I'm hoping that they're on the same place like i'll say that if dead reckoning is as good as fallout thumbs up from me okay fair enough all right uh okay uh let's get right down to our number fives my number five is the hunger games catching fire i've never seen it i've only seen the first one wait you've never seen the hunger games i've seen the i saw the first one in the theater because i read the book and uh and first of all, that walked so Fortnite could run. Um, but uh, <laughs> but 
No, no, I've never seen the other ones. I've been meaning maybe before that prequel that's coming out this year comes out, I'll check out the the other three. But no, I just never got around to it. Yeah, like I don't know if you've been like, like, like I don't know if you looked at my letterbox like for the past two weeks, but like I've been on like a Hunger Games binge, you know, for a full week. Like, mm. like I watched like one Hunger Games movie like every week, <coughs> and, and 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 I completely forgot how fantastic catching fire is like 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 the se- like like that specific sequel is truly like one of the best sequels ever made in my opinion like uh, it succeeded the first movie spectacularly like right from the jump it's like it like like the like the stakes are so raised for like katniss pita and everybody in her circle because like if you remember how the hunger games ends it's like both uh both cat and pita like basically yep. are the last two people standing and like when it should be like one person standing and like and and both of them like got out of the games like like unscathed and uh, um and catching fire is mainly about cat and pita trying to like trying to like keep their fake love story intact whilst president snow is going to kill katniss's entire family oh Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and not only that, and, and not only that, like he was supposed, and, and not only that, he, like like he would also have to like bomb her entire home, which he, it, which he, still did, and like, <laughs> and, and 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 mind you, like uh, the next like Hunger Games don't even start until an hour end because like you're just because it mainly focuses on the consequences of what happened from the last movie. And how like the capital like, and, and how the capital like progresses like, oh, like progresses as a dictatorship, and how worse it gets. Like specifically, there's a scene where like, there's a scene where um where Katniss like visits um Rue's district. I don't know if you remember Rue. She's played by Amanda Amanda Stenberg, who was killed by Jack Quaid's character. Yeah, yeah, I do I do slightly remember that. I gotta rewatch that first movie. I legit haven't seen it since the theater, which was hard, painful to say eleven years ago. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy. yeah, like yeah, I recommend watching them before you see the prequel. You know, like but 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 I had to like had but uh, but I jumped onto those movies because they're about to be taken off of Netflix. So <laughs> and like and like um, where was I going with this? So like so one of the uh. So, so one of the people in in Rue District, in Rue's district, was an old man. He was holding up like, and he was holding up like the Mockingjay symbol, which is like the two, which is like the two index fingers together. Mm-hmm. And like he raises it up, he's taken him by the guards, and was and was publicly executed in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. oh, I think I've seen that scene before on Twitter, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah, it is such a crazy, crazy scene. The entire movie is just complete balls complete balls to the wall insanity and and stress inducing which is like why i like it and it's also and it's also like really pretty to look at like the direction and and the shots that i have that that they have is really good and when you get to the games it's like and when you get to the games i really like how like the entire stage of the of the death match is and how 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 the contrast of it looks from like from like it's like pretty how the contrast of it of it looks and then and, and then you have and then you introduce new characters like 
Finnick O'Dare, who I love, by the way. Finnick O'Dare is probably my favorite character from The Hunger Games. And then you have Jenna Malone's character, who's also named Jenna. And, and, and the whole thing is, is that is that she hates the fact that he's competing in the game since that she already did 10 years ago. So of course she'd be pissed. And <laughs> like, <laughs> and of course you have Jeffrey, and that uh, Jeffrey Wright's in the movie. And I love um, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good in it. And yeah, as for, and as for Mockingjay parts one and two, not very good. You know, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I, I, one average. of my, <laughs> one of my friends uh, saw the second part of that and thought and said he liked it, but he's never seen part one. He was like, I was only dragged there because my mother wanted to see it and I had nothing else to do that day. <laughs> okay. I dragged my mother to see Mockingjay part one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do this for like, you do your number five then I do my number five. Kind oh, of. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yes. But like, right, right. Uh, but yes, but but another scene I want to talk about with Catching Fire. So like, not to like spoil it, but like, but 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 essentially, Katniss like fires, fires like a shot with her arrow that like destroy, that destroys like the dome thing, and like and and how she's carried out is just like cinematic gold. And when she finds out that her home was bombed afterwards, holy shit! Oof. Yeah. And but yeah, movies out. But, right. but yeah, that's my number five. What's your number five? Sorry. Well, I should I should preference that uh, all of my top five are movies that were released before 2000. So okay. that'll already make this list very different. But uh, my number five is the first Terminator film. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I've been transitioned into a T1 head. I was for years, if you asked me, I'd say Terminator 2 is the best one. But then when I did a James Cameron uh, marathon before Avatar Way of Water came out, I, I was thinking and I was like, man, that first Terminator, there's just something about it. I mean, it's one thing. It's only 100 minutes long, which is a big plus. Um, Arnold as the villain is genuinely terrifying. And... I mean that whole that police station like massacre scene is just exquisite. It's it's just, wow. Okay. It, yeah. It's amazing yeah. that they were able to pull that off. And obviously, this movie, of course, everyone knows Terminator. It's just so cool to go into it, and it always it has you thinking like, is this guy crazy or is he actually from the future? But then again, where did this fucking what were these glowing orbs that they dropped out of? Like they have to be from the future, and then it gives you that fucking that continuity mind fuck where you're like, well, wait a minute. So the guy sent back to protect her is John Connor's father. So no matter what, he always has to go back so he can be born. Like, whoa. Yeah. That, yeah. Honestly, I haven't seen the two Terminator movies in so long since I was like, I don't know, 16. So, mm. so, so it's something that I got to be watched. And I haven't really thought about the Terminator movies since, not since I've seen You're better Dark, off. Yeah. 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 Not since I've seen Dark Fade in theaters, which was, Ugh. which I didn't like at all. Like, how neither did I. Oh, why would you, shit. why would you, why would you start your movie by killing off John Connor? What yeah, the fuck? How do you, let's see, how are we going to start the direct sequel to Terminator 2 by completely ruining the ending of Terminator 2? Exactly. Like, I don't know. And I was so hyped for it because Tim Miller was directing it and I really liked, and I really liked what he did with Deadpool and shit. But, oh my God. I if anything, know. I got to give that, that movie props for. I really like what they did with Linda Hamilton in it. I like her being an old woman badass that hunts down Terminators. That's pretty fucking cool. Right, but yeah. everything else, uh, no thanks, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. 
I I don't know. It's just pure fucking fan service. And at this point, the T and at this point, the Terminator franchise is is dead. You know. Yeah, let it stay dead. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So 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 basically, you like the first Terminator more than T two, right? Just by a little bit. They're both yeah. five stars for me. I think they're okay. both excellent. But th- there's something about the first one maybe it, it the tech the the tech neon vibes of the first one kind of kind of sell me on it like the 80s vibe the uh i mean the nightclub tech noir like i want to open a bar that's just based on that oh oh okay and i'll and i'll and and i'll probably like visit that bar if i'm ever in massachusetts who knows <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'd open it here oh okay all right <laughs> we'll see <laughs> okay my number four is Captain America the Winter Soldier. One of the best Marvel films. Hell As yes. everyone knows, I'm pretty critical of the MCU, but that is definitely one of the great ones. Hell yes. Like not only does it improve on the first Captain America movie, but it like but but the second movie like truly has like interesting themes to go with. And also like the action is just balls to the wall, super cool. Like that knife fight with Stephen Bucky. I can't like yep. like I've seen that scene so many times. It's probably one of my favorite scenes from the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, honestly. Yeah, I remember seeing that in theaters. I uh, I saw it with my father, and my father read a lot of Captain America comics when he was a teenager. And it was funny because like when uh, it was revealed that Bucky was the Winter Soldier, my me and my me and my dad were just sitting there because both of us fucking knew that. It's like, but we heard a bunch of people in the theater gasp. And then my dad was just like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, does anyone here actually read comics? And I was like, oh, dad, do I got news for you about Marvel movie fans? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah, like uh, like the whole Bucky reveal was really insane at the time in 2014, no less. Mm-hmm. Like 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 April 2014 specifically. I yep. really like like. Like I think Robert Redford was a pretty good villain for the most part, and the whole yeah. like Shield being Hydra shit, like that was insane. Yeah, very, very like the whole conspiracy uh, plot from Hydra, I think, is very cool and very like unique to compared to what the other stuff that Marvel does for the most part, especially nowadays where everything's like a big like world-ending alien event. Like back yeah. then, you just had oh, there were like Nazi rats hiding in the American government, which has been like a real conspiracy for years. Mm-hmm. And I really think it's interesting that they that they explored that. Oh, 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 yeah, man, definitely. But but yeah, that's my that's my number four. Yeah. OK, so my number four, speaking of Nazi Germany, uh, I got <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Woo! Indiana Jones was one of my first gateway things into uh, being a film lover, like mainly Spielberg in general, because you, Me got, too. <laughs> you got Indy and uh, my favorite movie of all time, Jaws. So like those were those were like the two things that really like propelled me into becoming a film enthusiast. But like I remember the first time I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was eight or eight or nine years old. Um, it was right. It was when um the Indiana Jones Lego sets started coming out before the game did. Oh my god! And my parents were like, "Oh, you think that that stuff is cool? You should watch the movies. You'd fucking love them." And then they bought me a DVD box set of the trilogy and I watched Raiders and I remember being horrified at Alfred Molina's uh, character with a giant spear through his head in the opening oh, yeah. scene. Yeah, <laughs> audio, audio, sapito. <laughs> but um, 
And then obviously, you know, the the excellent climax with the opening of the arc and like the face, the face melting, which oh, is yeah. still one of my favorite visuals of all time. Major Totes fucking I know I say fuck a lot, but yeah. Major Totes skin just melting off his face. It's just <laughs> yeah. so great. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had this. So I have the exact same Indiana a Jones story that you have. So like I played the Lego Indiana Jones game a lot on my dad's PlayStation three and the Wii. So, 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 but that was like, Oh, you like those movies? Let's, let's get you into Indiana Jones. So like, so, so I watched Raiders and the rest is history. So yeah, it couldn't have been more well-timed too with the sets in the game coming out because like I watched all the movies before the game came out and a week before the game came out, Crystal Skull came out in theaters and me and my whole family went to go see it together and I, I jokingly said in the family group chat when the Indy 5 trailer came out, I was just like, hey, we should all go again as a family. And my mom just went, no. I'm really excited for Dial of Destiny. Honestly. I am too. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, Disney being in charge gets me a little worried. But like, I like Mangold a lot. The, the first trailer, I, I thought the second trailer was pretty good too. But like the first trailer, I was just like, okay, yeah, this could be a movie I'll love. Yeah. Yeah, same, you know, and like, and, and it could, and it could do like the Indiana Jones property, right? And hopefully we don't have another Crystal Skull situation on our yeah. hands. You know? I really hope we don't get any spinoffs out of this. I just want it Me to too. be a nice final. I want it. I mean, I know it's Mangold directing, but I want this to be like Indy's Logan type thing, like the old man on his last job. Yeah. Type thing. Oh, 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 yeah, definitely. So, so is Raiders your favorite movie of the trilogy? Or... Yeah, it used to be Last Crusade, but then I rewatched Raiders in high school, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, this is the best one! Holy crap!" Okay, okay, because Last Crusade is my favorite movie of the trilogy. In my that's opinion. I think that's totally fine. Last Crusade's yeah. definitely second place for me. I mean, the Sean Connery is phenomenal in that movie. I'm always quoting lines from that, like he smashes a base over his head, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, it's a fake." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good impression <laughs> yeah I, I do a really uh you should listen to our league of extraordinary gentlemen episode i do a really good connery yeah yeah if only i could like watch the movie you know like i'll get around to it eventually but yeah sure i'll listen it's to it. a, I, I don't know I, I think you're fine just watching the uh, listening to the episode it's a really bad movie oh okay sure yeah, it's a uh, movie that killed my career <laughs> <laughs> okay all right. Uh, my uh, my number three is uh, another Cameron movie, um, Aliens. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, That's I love Aliens. I fucking love Aliens. Aliens rules, man. Now here's a good question: theatrical cut or director's cut? Uh, original cut. Like 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 what's in the director's cut? I don't know. All I know is that it's longer. <laughs> I've oh. actually I've never seen the theatrical cut of Aliens because I've only watched it on the blu-ray because i blind bought it like like 10 years ago and i just every time i'm just oh director's cut more stuff (laughs) a lot of people have said the director's cut might be better though i don't know how many people agree with it but oh oh okay yeah like i'll definitely like look for that but yeah i really like aliens like uh, like like it's pure action. I really like, and and it also and I also like that it doesn't sacrifice like the horrific the the horror melons from the first Alien. So mm-hmm. like like they're trying to make the Xenomorphs like really scary and what they can do and shit. And also 
and also the supporting characters as well with uh with Bill Paxton and like other characters that can oh my god like Bill Paxton in this movie was really good we still think over on the middle section lands that if he was still alive he would have been in one of these avatar movies yeah, honestly he... shocked he wasn't in the first one yeah yeah which was really which is really weird to me i don't know why james like didn't call up bill and be like hey i'm doing avatar want to be in this like i don't know it, it was just a simple call I yeah, I mean, he did Titanic just to play the guy looking for the ship for the for the uh, the diamond of the sea. I think it was called the necklace. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I haven't seen Titanic yeah. in a while. Like, yeah, I was gonna see it. I was, I was gonna see it in the theater like, like two months ago when it was yep. when it was being re released. But I did, but I didn't get to. So yeah, I didn't have time to, and I also had just recently rewatched it at that point. Yeah, yeah, okay, uh, but 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 yeah, what else do I like about Aliens? Oh yeah, like the third act of Aliens fucking rolls get away from yep. her you bitch one of the best lines ever spoken on film in my opinion by a lady no, no yeah by, by one of by one of the original leading ladies of hell uh, yes films. hell yes i just think that what Sig Sig sigourney weaver did for like action movies in general and what it means for like a woman to lead an action movie is like really really good you know yeah, it's and, especially like, cool when you like uh, look back. If you actually look at like Aliens marketing, they the top billing is Tom Skerritt, but then the movie bait and switches you, and he gets killed off, and you find out that Ripley's actually the main character. Uh, uh, uh who is Tom Skerritt again? Uh, I I forget the name of the character he plays in the in the first one, but he's basically like the second lead to Ripley. Oh, but, okay. uh, he, he's in stuff. He, uh, top Gun. He's in. Uh, he has a brief appearance in Ted Two, playing himself for a comedic line, which is oh, that's funny. cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't, I can't seem, I can't seem to find him. Or is in the first Ted? No, no, but yeah, I think the joke in yeah, yeah, Ted first One. One. Yeah, uh, I think the Arthur joke Dallas. In, yeah, Arthur Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, but I think the joke in the first Ted movie was like uh, Mark Wahlberg's boss, like always brags about how he knows Tom Skerritt. And at like the wedding at the end, he's there with him. And then it's just like, thanks for coming, Tom. And then he just goes, my daughter better be alive, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Aliens. I want to watch it again someday. Yeah. Really every I always get that itch, too. Like, every now and then, I'm like, I should watch Aliens. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but. Oh, yeah, uh, what's your number three? <laughs> My number three, I said it was gonna happen. Uh, the Matrix, the first, yeah, one. yeah, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I was younger, I kind of just like wrote off The Matrix as just a cool action movie, but then when you watch it now and like you see all the allegories that the Wachowskis put in there, and like, and ba basically the whole like, are we really living in a simulation, like came from this movie. And unfortunately, it's inspired certain influencers to be saying stuff like that, who would probably blow their brains out if they found out who the directors of that film were. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. And Andrew oh, Tate oh, yeah. is constant, like, <laughs> we're living in the Matrix. I'm like, you do know, they're all like, we love that movie, yada, yada. And it's like you do know that that movie is one making fun of like the world government and like the advancements of AI and also was directed by two trans women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I should have, but, but damn, I could have put matrix on this list. Damn. But yeah, like I thought that, that, you know, I really thought that it was either going to be point break or speed, but yeah. Mm. But, uh, uh, but Those yeah, are the two matrix movies I also love. 
Right. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen Speed or Point Break in a while. Like like mainly Point Break. I want to watch Point Break again. It's yeah. Really cool. I, I want to rewatch Point Break after uh recently there was a big boom in the Catherine Bigelow film Strange Days. Oh and, yeah. Uh, because it, it was on streaming for the first time in years, not too uh, not too long ago, and like a bunch of people watched it and were like, Holy fuck, this movie's amazing. And like watching that made me want to like rewatch Point Break because like God, I love Catherine Bigelow's style of directing. But yeah, yeah, I really house... want her... yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean... I really want her to like sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I really no problem. Want... But but I really want another Catherine Bigelow movie to come out soon because the last one was Detroit from 2017. Mm. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. I've never seen it. I've heard it's fucking great, though. Yeah, it is great. But the, yeah, uh, but, um, but yeah, you were saying about the Wachowskis. Yeah, I mean the Wachowskis. Like, what they did here with the Matrix is just so crazy, and I just love how basically after they did the Matrix trilogy, they were just like, "We're gonna do whatever the fuck we want now." And then they <laughs> made like they made Speed Racer, which is a movie I like. Um. Uh, obviously the matrix resurrections but i'm trying to think i I haven't seen seen that many wachowski films i know that they didn't direct uh but they did have a hand in writing that v for vendetta movie which i think is pretty solid yeah v for vendetta is great and uh and jupiter ascending with channing tatum i haven't seen that but i've heard it's got some pretty strong cult status and i should check it out yeah like uh there was so 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 I don't remember much from that movie, just like Eddie Redmayne's like terrible performance from that movie. But there's one oh. line where he says, which is, I create life. <laughs> and I, I think I've seen that. <laughs> and I destroy it. Yeah. I'm not the biggest <clears throat> Eddie Redmayne fan. So see him do stuff like that would be fun. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, what, what else can you say about the Matrix? I mean, the bullet dodge that was fucking mimicked constantly, even in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, they even did it. Yeah. And um, the, 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 the funny, funny enough, we figured we found this out when we did an episode on Blade 2, that the first Blade predates the Matrix, which you oh. wouldn't expect because like Blade's rocking that awesome black leather coat and the glasses get up, which oh, yeah. was made popular by the Matrix. Yeah, most definitely. And the Matrix was even like influenced by uh, Ghost in the Shell from 1994. Yeah. 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 yeah I and, really like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. And like uh, another another cool thing about the Matrix is like obviously Hugo Weaving, who doesn't get a lot to do in the first film, but like he's he's there like he's scary like that one line where he's like oh this place is like a zoo and i can't wait to get out of here (laughs) and then you have that scene where like uh where where neo's in that interrogation room and and on top that and they both meet for the first time and and neo's like how about i give you the finger and you give me my phone call (laughs) yeah or when he's just like and you helped your old landlord take out the garbage (laughs) Yeah. just how just how hugo weaving speaks in the movie is just like it's just so intimidating and not to not to mention the fact that hugo weaving is a pretty big pop culture icon like yeah uh, like he's in the mcu as red skull he's like uh he's in lord of the rings and the matrix and, I'm and to he, think he also vo- a lot of people don't know this he voiced megatron in the first Transformers movie. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. So that's him going, where is the cube? <laughs> Give me the cube, boy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Hugo Weaving's a legend. He really is. Yeah. Lovely I mean, guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My number two is Top Gun Maverick. 
Ooh, recent. Uh, yes. Very good. Yeah, I love Top Gun Maverick so much. I've seen it twice and I still love it. Like, like I watched it with my dad when uh, when me and my family got our uh, got our new puppy. His name is Paco. He's he's such a good boy and I miss him. And uh, and uh, and I watched it with uh, with my sister. Her best friend came over to see like to visit the dog. And um, and we um, and, uh, and, and I think my sibling was there, too. And like we were all just like watching it together. And mind you, my sister has never seen the first Top Gun. And mm. she and she really liked it. Oh, Jesus. What was yeah, that? So, <laughs> uh, new carbon monoxide detector. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. That kind of, that, that kind of blessed my eardrum a little bit, but, but we're fine. But yeah, I, but, 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 but yeah, like I was also really concerned for Maverick because it was pushed back so many times and, and I really thought that we were never going to get it, but like, and it truly did blew me away with the type of like movie that, that, that it truly did present to us. Like this movie brought back the movie experience like it truly yeah. did like bring it, it truly did brought the box office it truly did brought back the state of the box office that we really haven't seen in a while you know and now it's like what the top five highest grossing movie ever like yeah geez. <laughs> i mean i yeah i remember when i saw the film i saw it in dolby and uh good lord it was it was loud but yeah but you're so right about like how it kept getting pushed back and everything because i remember I think it was when I saw Michael Bay's Ambulance. I got a trailer for it, but it was like the first trailer. So it still showed like the June 2020 release date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. Also, sorry if you just heard that beep again. Oh, it's it's OK. It's all right. I hope it's not that loud for the recording. It's... Yeah. For the for the listeners, my, my father just came in to put a new carbon monoxide detector in the yeah. wall. Yeah. Was... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. You know, yeah. but but. But, but you know but, but, it is what it is. Yeah. So like in and in Maverick, I really like the supporting characters in, in it, especially Miles Teller's Rooster. Of course. Which, like oh my god, like Miles Teller in this movie was really good, and I think like that brought him like into superstardom because like before he was in like a few projects that didn't really get him recognition. I think the last like I, I think the last big thing he did was um I'm trying to think. Like, it wasn't that fucking Fantastic Four reboot. No, no, oh, definitely no. not. But like, yeah. uh, but, but he wasn't like some indie projects. And then it was like, oh, and and then it was like, um, and and then before that it was it was Whiplash. And I really love Whiplash. Yeah. I'm a big Whiplash person. If you don't know, like, I haven't seen it yet. Unfortunately, you, ha you have to watch Whiplash. It's <laughs> so know. fucking good. Oh my I, god. I, I thought it was going to be one of the in-flight movies on my flight to L.A., but turns out that Delta's website is just a big fat fucking lie. Yeah, 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 I don't, yeah, yeah, it's so weird that Delta does that. But yeah, anyway, Whiplash is great. La La Land's great. I think, I think Babylon, I think Babylon is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it is my favorite movie of 2022, in my opinion. So, mm, yeah. Mine was the Fablemans. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh cool man respect that but but uh but yeah anyway like 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 the entire third act of top gun maverick is just amazing you know mm -hmm. like like uh, like after like everybody like gets the job done you're just hoping that everybody makes it out alive and then like and, and then like you see like maverick's like ship go down and you think oh my god like something happened 
And then like Rooster comes into the rescue and they're both trying to get the hell out of Russia or something. Oh, that that whole sequence of them like crash landing in Russia or wherever the hell. I, I feel like it was supposed to be Russia, but they might have cut out some stuff because of the stuff going on in Ukraine. Yeah, but um, I think so. That, that whole bit where they're like stealing another F-14 and like escaping. That was like a bit where I was thought I was watching the greatest film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. It's oh, man. Oh, man, it's just it's really amazing. I really love it. And I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, I I still got to go for a second round. I have the 4K Steelbook. I just haven't gotten around to rewatching it yet. That's cool. That's really cool. Okay. But yeah, what's your number two? My number two is John Carpenter's Escape from New York. Now, (laughs) John Carpenter is my favorite director of all time because I'm a massive horror hound and like this this is like a movie that it's more obviously more lenient towards action but it mixes in elements of horror really well and it's got one of my favorite things fuck the government yeah (laughs) uh, donald pleasance plays like a really sleazy president like the there's this whole you've seen it right yeah 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 i have yeah yeah, the the whole bit at the end where it's just like uh he's like getting ready to be presented like everyone's uh, shaving his like facial hair and then it's like a lot of people died trying to trying to get you out of there. I just want to know how you felt about that. Then he just is just like, oh, yeah, well, I, I, I thank them for their service, I guess. <laughs> Going on in, in two minutes. <laughs> and then he switches out the fucking tapes to the cabbie's fucking song instead of the uh, the peace treaty recording, which, God, I love that so much. Oh, man. And like yeah. Kurt, Kurt Russell is amazing in it. Like, I, I mean. Yeah, it's, you could say it's a pretty generic performance, but like he just nails that not giving a fuck about anything type of guy. Like the whole like the the president's plane went down. President of what? Yeah, <laughs> so I really good. like that line too. Oh, yeah, man. and also really I mean, go, all around a fantastic cast. Like you got Russell, Harry Dean Stanton, Adrian Barbeau, uh, Isaac Hayes, who plays the main. That's what that's like. I always segue people with when I'm like, you should watch Escape from New York. I'm like, Chef from South Park plays the villain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Atkins, who's obviously a horror cult legend, which I just a little unrelated, but I just recently watched a, a B movie he was in called Night of the Creeps. And there's a bit where he's like at a sorority house and like all of their dates have turned into zombies. And he's just like, he's just there with the gun and he goes, well, girls, I got some good news and some bad news. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? (laughs) They're dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Truly a legend. But yeah, Escape from New York is my number two. My favorite carpenter. Where can I watch Night of the Creeps? I rented it on Amazon. Oh, cool. Okay. Should just be on there. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch it sometime. But 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 yeah, Escape of New York is like a really good movie. I can I I, I can totally totally agree with that. Just like uh, just the setting and it's like pre nine eleven like setting is just like yeah. it's just like really cool. Yeah. And then and then you have like the and and, and then as you said like the whole fuck the government aesthetic is nice. And then like. Um, of course, Kurt Russell's iconic. Like the world is like pretty bleak, which I like too. And yeah, yeah. and I also the- like to think because I, I I'm kind of a sucker for the idea of a city just getting turned into a massive super prison. Like, um, I feel like even even though famously Escape from New York and Escape from LA are the biggest inspirations for the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, but um, Escape from New York, I just watch it and I'm like, Rocksteady totally got the idea of Arkham City from this. 
Oh, 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 yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The whole idea of just a open city where criminals can just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. Okay. Escape from New York is my number two. Okay. My number one, my favorite action movie of all time is Mad Max Fury Road. All right. Yeah. It's just like, I'm talking to, I just like it when movies, I just like it when action movies have no plot and it's just action. It's just two hours of nonstop action. You don't need to know the plot. It's so straightforward and I really like it. And you don't even have to watch the other Mad Max movies to watch Fury Road. It's its own fucking thing. Yeah. You know? and exactly. it mainly... I, Fury Road was the first Mad Max movie I saw. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, and and also like I'm just I'm just hesitant with the Mad Max movies because I really don't like Mel Gibson. I think he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love those first two Mad Max movies, but at the end of the day, I'm like eh, Mel Gibson. You know, a little a little bit of an anti-Semitic a-hole he is. Yeah, but I did watch Signs though. Signs is great. You know. Yeah, Signs Signs is fantastic. I agree there. Yeah, but 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 yeah, Fury Road. It's just. I don't I don't know like just the practical effects the like like the brutality from the from, with the actors especially Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy are like are, are 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 really good and then you have like and then you have other actors that 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 I sometimes completely forgot were in there you have Zoe Kravitz and cool. um and like and, and, and three other actors three other actress models that i can't even that, that uh, i can't even think of i know top. riley keogh was one of them she's oh yeah some stuff like under the silver lake with andrew garfield she's in mm. that very good in that and daisy jones in the six she's recently in that mm. and also the 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 one that plays splendid is jason statham's uh fiance oh yeah oh oh yeah that's right and uh and, and also, like, Immortan Joe is, like, such a terrible Holy shit. I could not believe that when he died, uh, what the hell is his name? Rose Key Burns. Yeah. When he died, the fucking Oscars in memoriam left him out. Oh, I couldn't believe yeah. it. Every every year when I watch the Oscars, I keep an eye out for people that got uh, left out of the in memoriam. And I genuinely could not believe that when that happened. Like, 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 yeah, and this year they left out Charles B. Dean, who was in and Triangle of Sadness. They also left out Paul Servino. Oh, my God. Which, well, that did. was a big shock to me. Like, like Paul Servino was, like, one of the, like, best... Uh, it's probably one of the best actors of our time, and you leave him out? Yeah, like, I mean, dude, come on. When I think of Goodfellas... From Goodfellas, come on. Yeah, when I think of Goodfellas, the first thing I think about is Servino slightly cutting those onions with that little razor blade he has. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yes, when he was in that... Oh, yeah, when he was in that prison, yeah. Yeah, they just had, like, their own penthouse in the prison. It was lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, yeah. But, but, yeah, I'm... I'm... I'm pretty excited for the Furiosa. I'm pretty excited for the Furiosa spinoff, just because I want to see Chris Hemsworth play a villain again. Ooh, and, yeah. And, and I really liked him in Bad Times at the El Royale. He was such a great like villain to me. And um, and, and I'm just really, and I'm just really right, and I'm just really excited to see what Anya Taylor Joy is going to do with her Furiosa character. It's going to do with her character, honestly. You know. Yeah, I. Obviously, I'm massively excited for that film as well, but the, I'm also like kind of sad we never got that Mad Max: The Wasteland uh, sequel that was originally planned with yeah, Tom because, Hardy. Right? Yeah, because of lawsuits, right? Or is it? Yeah, just a bunch of law uh, rights disputes with Warner Bros. and George Miller. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. 
Yeah. But yeah, I saw Mad Max Fury Road in the theater back when it came out, and I just remember being blown the fuck away by it. Yeah, and if you ask me, Mad Max should have won Best Picture at the Oscars instead of Spotlight. <laughs> yeah, even though I haven't seen Spotlight, but they give a good shout out to a good local pizza place in Boston, and it's so that's good. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, Mad Max is my number one. What's your favorite action movie, John? <laughs> Michael Mann's Heat. Hell, now yes. this it, it was kind of hard for me to come to this decision because the way I did this top five is I, I didn't want to do any superhero movies and I only wanted to do one director per movie. So I was like, all right, I got to choose between Heat or Collateral. Now, Collateral might be my favorite man, but I think that Heat is his masterpiece and I just can never get enough of it when I watch it. I completely agree. Like, I do think Heat is Michael Mann's masterpiece. Like, it I, is I like... think Heat belongs on my sight and sound list oh 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 yeah for sure like and also it's just so perfectly paced like it is two yeah. hours and 50 minutes and you don't even feel the length yeah it's, it's like, like um it, it it's like you're running through it you got pacino delivering some excellent lines doing some badass detective work and then you got uh de niro and this nice regretful criminal type thing like by the way the most amazing detail i think i've ever found out about in a film because actually uh heat was the first movie we did on the middle section so it holds right, a yeah. really special place in my heart at superman but, yeah yeah heat and superman because when we first started we we had the idea of doing two movies in one episode but that idea kind of went out the window and we realized every episode would be three hours long but um but uh so at the end of the film he uh you know he says like the uh don't get attached to something that you can't leave in 30 seconds if you feel the heat coming around the corner yeah at the end of the film it takes him 40 seconds to leave evie in the car and run away Ooh, that's a nice detail there that is so insane and like yeah in terms of like in terms of technical filmmaking this is a masterpiece like the la the la shootout scene which they famously um which funny enough i was watching this movie at three in the morning one time and i had my window open and like that scene started and one of my neighbors called the police because they thought they heard actual gunshots <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man just wait when i when i pop in that 4k with the window open the fucking swat team's gonna be bringing a battering <laughs> ram to my door but um but like they show that shootout to like people in the military for shooting training because it's so realistic with how loud the gunfire is and like yeah and yeah it i mean that that whole scene's just a masterpiece the diner scene where you know like what's a normal life barbecues and ball games not for me yeah i'm really yeah. excited that heat 2 is actually happening i've read the first 100 pages of the book and i'm really excited to see it get adapted into a film like so Heat 2 is actually happening right that's not a rumor yeah, apparently, man, it might it's going to be man's like next thing after he finishes the Ferrari movie. I'm and, really excited uh, for the Ferrari movie. Yeah. yeah, me too. And apparently, Adam Driver is in talks to play the younger version of uh of Robert De Niro. Oh, which, that's because and that's that's going to be interesting with how they handle the casting of that because um Heat Two takes place in 1988 and 2002, like it jumps back and forth to past and present. So you got to hire an actor to play a younger version of the characters, and then ones for the older versions. I have no one for Pacino, but I can totally see Driver pulling off De Niro easily. 
Oh yeah. Uh, as far as uh, as far as who I think could play uh, um, could uh could, could play Pacino's character, I think uh, I think I have an actor in mind, but kind of a stretch. But I think it should be um, what's his name? He's an actor I really like. Um, oh, maybe Jeremy Allen White. No. I don't think so. I don't think you could pull off the Italian type, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, you got to get someone who could go to the levels of, like, she's got a great ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you like, all the way up in it. Or the, uh, I told you when we hooked up, baby, that you're sharing me with work. Or or how about, I never cheated on you, you bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Ralph, you can bar my wife and her husband's modern, like, whatever the fuck he says home, but you cannot watch my goddamn television set. <laughs> Ralph, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is just, like, jam-packed with a lot of actors. Like, Hank Azaria's in it, and then you have Ashley Judd, and yeah. um, Tom Sizemore, rest in peace. And um, I would say rest in peace, but he also kind of was a piece of shit in real life. Um, what did he do? He apparently like uh, molested an eleven-year-old. Oh no! <laughs> that's man. why. That's why his death didn't get that much. Uh, didn't get that much press because no one cared. <laughs> Is that also why he was left out of the in memoriam at the Oscars? Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that's an okay le- leaving out, but um, also a big standout in Heat, of course, is Val Kilmer, which it's. Even though I like him in the movie, it's so crazy to think that this is the same year as Batman Forever. Like, what that, a that, year. That is, that is crazy. To, yeah, yeah, that is, like, really crazy to even, like, think about. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, yeah, Val Kilmer's really good in that movie. And, um, and, and yeah, as you said, the shootout, the L.A. shootout is fantastic. And, and excuse me. And um, the, the, I think the end... I think the ending, the third act is really cool. And uh and- I think the ending shot, the end the last like five minutes are like legit a masterpiece of filmmaking. Oh in my oh, opinion. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Like uh just how Michael Mann directs like 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 portrays like Los Angeles at night, like 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 making it just this like grimy and disgusting as as nobody would expect from LA because like because like you think oh Los Angeles there's Beverly Hills there's the Hollywood sign yada 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 but, yeah but, that's but, only one part of LA buddy <laughs> yeah exactly and like and uh, um and, and also I completely forgot that Natalie Portman was in this movie yeah yeah, I, I remember the first time I watched it, a lesser movie would have it because like the one of the like little subplots there is how Natalie Portman's character feels like neglected because her yeah. father, her actual yeah. father doesn't spend time with her. And like, I feel like a lesser movie would have had Robert De Niro's character be her father, which the first time I watched this, I thought what that's where it was going. But thank God it wasn't. Right, right, right. Yeah, thank God that it didn't. But uh, but but yeah, Robert De Niro as Neil, like probably one of my favorite like De Niro performances, honestly. So yeah. it might be it might be my favorite De Niro performance, maybe. But but uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah. And what, what's that great line he has when he's talking to William Finchner oh, on the phone, and then he I goes think... like, "Because uh, the other guy, the other person on this line is a dead man or something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's such a great line. And when like, uh, and, and when De Niro shows up at his home, and like, 
like, like breaks like the house glass yeah. to, to kill him. He's like, where is he? Where's Ringro? How the oh, hell should I know? How the hell should I know? I love the way he throws that chair too. Like he just grabs it, does like a spin, and then sends it at the window. Oh my god! Yeah, that's such yeah. A, it's such a great scene. No, but yeah, he is a goddamn masterpiece. I mean, it's got Danny Trejo playing a character named Trejo. Like, yeah, <laughs> per- perfect, perfect film. Right. Yeah, and now I kind of want to watch it again. Is it still on Hulu? I, I don't know. Is. I I recently got the 4K and I still have yet to run it through. Okay, yeah, mainly I watch my movies on streaming services because I can't really afford DVDs and I don't really and, and... I I can and I I wish I didn't because good god, I have a lot. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see your DVD collection sometime. Like I'll send it you must a be massive. It after. Cool, cool, man. Yeah, um let me look up Heat on Hulu. Uh fuck, they took it off. God damn Oof. it. Shit, shit. Now I gotta well great. Now I gotta find another way to watch it. Uh trying to look. Oh, you can watch it on YouTube for free. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, everyone, uh, listen, watch Heat on YouTube for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, you're in for a treat. And yeah, like so but, but, but yeah, Heat is also one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, like, like for me personally. And I do, and I also do love Collateral. Collateral is a great yeah. movie too. Man, Collateral was the Collateral was the first Michael Mann movie where I watched, and I was like, okay, this guy is gonna be one of my favorite directors as I go through this filmography. And like, it's true. I mean, Thief, Miami Vice. I one of the people in the world who love Black Hat. Um, what else is there? Uh, Manhunter. So, so Black Hat is good, you say? Or there's a lot of people that are divided on it. I think it's if you're like a big man fan, you'll probably like it. But there's like in general audience people were not fans. But like, how can you not be? It's Chris Hemsworth playing an expert hacker who's tracking a cyber terrorist. Like, that's fucking awesome. Right. 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 Yeah, it does sound awesome. So for me, my first man movie was Public Enemies. Ooh, I watched Depp. that recently. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Like, I haven't watched it in a while. But 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 yeah. And, uh, and then that then way down the line i watched collateral for the first time and uh, like uh, and, and mainly because my dad recommended it and he loves the movie too and so does my mom mm. and like and this is and it's also like one of the only movies where tom cruise is a villain which i hope to see more of actually funny enough collateral is the only movie where one tom cruise is the villain and two it's the only movie he dies in yeah <laughs> right 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 yeah uh you're screwing with my work. <laughs> I, I love the uh, Max. I do this for a oh, living. Man. And then he immediately gets killed after that. Yeah. And uh, and you've seen Red Eye, right? Like Red Eye is similar to that. Yeah. The Wes Craven film. Yes. Uh, funny enough, I just flew a fucking Red Eye to get home the other day. That, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I saw your tweet about that. that you yeah. Were- funny, f- funny story, everyone. My flight got canceled. I was supposed to be leaving L.A. at 10 a.m. and I ended up leaving at 1055 p.m. Like that that long of a gap. Yeah. They didn't have any available flights except for that red eye back to Boston. That that must suck. Air travel fucking sucks i hate air, i hate air travel i've only flown twice and i'm like yeah i don't want to fly for a while i'm not scared of flying i just hate the delays and the possible cancellations right yeah and the fact that you have to like stay in a plane for like for like i don't know two hours just to get off like i had that experience one of my friends who's in the navy 
uh, just got restationed to Japan and he just flew there yesterday and he said that the flight fucking destroyed him. Oh, no. Well, hope he's doing good. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, we've reached the end of our action movies, you know, which was uh, this was great talking about John Wick 4 and our top five action movies, you know. And uh, we both had like pretty good top five lists. So I I would say, uh, John, do you have like any closing statements or whatever? Or um, well, uh, I guess I'll just plug the middle section real quick. If you haven't listened to to uh, Santi enough, that you gotta <laughs> listen to the middle section. We 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 try, <laughs> we try, and we sometimes succeed. Um, yes, yeah, we here. R- right now we are approaching. We're doing only three movies this month because I was in LA for the first week. So we got uh, Army of Darkness dropping this week. Um, I don't know when you release your episodes, so I assume maybe this will be out by the time that comes out or maybe a little before yeah but so yeah we got army of darkness this tuesday then next week we're doing our first mcu film with dr strange and the multiverse of madness and then (laughs) yeah and then we'll uh be covering another uh raimi raimi uh underknown uh the quick and the dead i i still need to watch the quick and the dead that looks interesting it's on netflix it's very good i I really gotta watch it yeah Yeah, like i'm a big like 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 trust me i'm a big raimi fan and i really want to like get into more of his shit yeah i'm meeting sam raimi in august so <gasps> really where uh there's a big thing called fan expo that tours around multiple cities and i go every year and raimi's doing a signing there and i already fucking spot my photo op and autograph uh where ticket. where in boston or yeah i'm pretty sure he's going around to every fan expo because he was just at the one in chicago not too long ago so keep an eye out. It might be coming near New York soon. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Maybe like maybe Albany or, or New York City, which is like where I live. I live in Albany, so. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, the, um, what was I going to say? Uh, but yeah, um, I'm, I can't spoil what uh, next month's plan is yet. Uh, we have everything panned out to November this year. We got everything ready to go. But uh, cool. next month, I will say this. If you were born in the late 90s or the early 2000s and you loved watching some shitty superhero movies, you're going to love next month. Ooh, I think I know what that is. I, think I, I, I say shitty, but I'm going to be defending the fuck out of one of the movies we picked. So get ready. Okay, I'm, my body is ready. John. I will. I am going <laughs> to tell him what it is after we stop recording. Just, okay, okay. He's not great. allowed to spread the word, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, I, I won't. Like, like like you can trust me you know no problem all right guys uh and and as for my socials you can follow me on letterboxd um yago bf the where i where i recently where i recently reached um 1100 followers uh recently on letterboxd yeah nice. i made it to the 1k club but uh, yeah, I'm I made it to the still I'm somewhere in the 300 area right now. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, of course, I also should say, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at jgriffs99 and on Letterboxd, just John Griffin. It's a photo of me wearing a green clover like flower hat thing sitting down. It's <laughs> the profile <laughs> pic. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and you can follow me on Twitter, um, which is Brion, which is Brion underscore Iago. That's B-R-I-O-N underscore I-A-G-O. And, uh, and and you can follow me on my TikTok, um, Straw Hat Santi twenty three twenty twenty three, and like the Straw Hat being being a reference to Straw Hat Luffy 
from an anime I love called One Piece. I'm a big mm-hmm. One Piece fan. And... Gee, I can tell. <laughs> right, yeah, you see the poster, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can probably yeah. tell I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see. I can see the goddamn stormtrooper <laughs> helmet and your uh, and your master chief figure too. Oh yeah, he holds my controller for PC gaming. Nice, that's <laughs> cool. And um, what else? Uh, and you can find me on uh, and and you can find me on my Instagram, uh, movie and anime enthusiast um, um, underscore twenty three. I can I barely remember my own Insta names. Um, <laughs> It's it's fine. Uh yeah, movie and anime underscore enthusiast twenty three, where where I have a profile pic of John Wick from John Wick Chapter Four. So, yeah. All right. Uh all right, guys. Uh thank you so much for listening to me, and John Griffin talking about our uh, talking about our favorite action movies. You can catch us both. <laughs> you can catch both of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple, and. Uh, on Spotify and Apple, and I also put and I also put Santi Time podcasts on on Amazon Music in case anybody doesn't have Spotify or Apple or whatever. I also I don't know if I'm 100 right on this because Jack usually handles all this, but I'm pretty sure Middle Section is only available on Spotify. So t- take it like a streaming exclusive. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. We are we are the boys of uh of Spotify. I fucking love the boys so much. I really I, I, I really want to rewatch it again. Specific like like season three is like the freaking best. It's like, so crazy. <laughs> oh my, it, it is so crazy. It just gets fucking better. You follow really, me on Twitter. Twitter, you know how many times I've used that fucking clip of Homelander going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really excited for season four. Like, truly. Yeah, me too. And, and, I'm ex- and I'm excited for its spinoff too. And I really want the boys Diabolical to have more short films because yeah. I really because Diabolical was great. And I don't see anybody talking about it. But Yeah, I'm but a yeah. little hit and miss on Diabolical. But yeah, I agree. It was pretty good, all things together. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys next time. Goodbye.